Hey y'all, I'm London. And I'm Becca. And welcome to the first episode of Two Ball Bitties. Ah, that's the crowd cheering. Yes, ma'am. Yes, All ma'am. right. All right. Um, <laughs> welcome to the pod, y'all. Um, we're just gonna get to chatting. Um, we're gonna talk to one another about, you know, how we met, who we are, what mm-hmm. is two ball bitties. Like, we're just gonna get started. So, London, do you wanna do you wanna start answer or do you want me to? you can start okay <laughs> all right um so you know london i i know you really well but tell me a little bit about yourself oh no child you can start never mind like, Becca, tell me a little bit about uh, yourself because i want to i'm gonna use you as a blueprint because i don't know what to say okay um i'm becca are you she her pronouns i am from the beautiful city of memphis and i'm a college student and that's pretty. I mean, if we had the basics, like that hits all of them. What do you think? Pretty much. I mean, basically, Becca and I are the same person, but I'm a sophomore instead of a junior. Um, don't we have the same major too? No, I don't What's think your so. Major? Urban I'm studies. A, urban studies. Yeah, we'll say I'm an urban studies major. Oh, okay, we're both that. urban. Yeah, we're both urban studies majors. I mean, I haven't declared yet, y'all, but. We're both urban studies major, both go to Rose College, both live in the stinky city of Memphis, but only we can say that because we're Memphians, born and raised. You know the river stank. (laughs) Don't play for the podcast. I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. it. But if I hear you talk about Memphis and you ain't from Memphis, it's on site. Um, Anyways. Period. Yeah, that's us. All right. All right, London. (laughs) Is there anything you want to know about me? What what do people need to know about me? What do you think? She's really pretty. You can't see it, but she a bad bitch. Trust. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she That's got a Leo, a Leo, what? A Leo rising. rising. So well, don't compliment her because she will eat it up. She will no, eat I was it gonna up be like, I was gonna be like, yeah, I know, but I like, I can't be humble. Like, I just okay. No, it's the Leo. <laughs> All right. Okay, London. I've. I, I don't know. Think- I think there's not really much else. Honestly, y'all, I think you'll get to know us more and like what we're like and the things we do as you listen to the podcast. So I guess what I'm saying is we're teases and you have to come back for more. Okay. All right. I mean, I think we should move into how we met, though. I think that's definitely important. Becca was my PA leader at Rhodes College. Yes, ma'am. What's a PA leader? How like how are they supposed to know what that is? I'm explaining it. Oh, PA sorry. leaders okay. are, um, they're basically upperclassmen that you become shackled to in this class <laughs> that you have to take <laughs> for like once a week on Monday. It's a waste of your time. But, but it's not a waste of your time if you have a good PA leader. And I think that's why I didn't absolutely hate my PA group like the rest of them. But surprisingly, um, I did not like Miss Becca when we first met. Not because of her, but just because, look, PWI, black girl named Becca. I was like, mm. <laughs> And the thing is, I knew. Sorry, like, I knew. Like, oh, I knew. Like, I knew. She, like, walks in. She walks in with one of, um, like, another student in the group. And they, like, look at one another. And they look at me. And I was like, oh. There it is. I know yep. that look. I know. I know the line. Uh-huh. I was, look, I was just trying to see is my coon like speedometer or whatever going off? Like, 
do we have coons in our midst? <laughs> like, <laughs> very much Dr. You're so Umar. Ridiculous. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm, I'm so first serious. And you're already ridiculous. Oh, I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. That might happen a lot. Honestly, we also, viewers, we will be interrupting each other constantly. Um, or maybe just London interrupting me, but that's okay. Oh! <laughs> The girls, the girls are fighting. I have ADHD, bitch. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. It's not my fault. It's just because I get so excited and I want to connect with you. But we're working on it. Okay. We're working on it. But I think that's a pretty good intro of how um, we met. But the reason why we, we started to become friends is because I couldn't figure out. Rose also has, honestly, everything about Rose is complicated. But Rose has a very complicated um, registration system. And as a freshman, I was like, please, God, help me, Becca. And we spent like two or three hours in the library one night. And just the clownery that ensued. This was like too much. That was when we were like, ooh. This is fun. Mm-hmm. This is something here. And then, of course, over quarantine, isolated and lonely, we just started FaceTiming and grew a bond, you know? And then we had a lot of mutual male friends, which is interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't have a lot to begin with. So I think it was interesting exactly. that we had the same ones. Exactly. Oh, maybe it's good taste. Or is it? Mm. Anyways. <laughs> so I think that, like, even though we became friends over quarantine I think like we didn't we didn't become friends right away I think our friendship was like a slow a slow build a slow burn if you will well yeah you're right it definitely was a slow build I didn't explain it happened really over the first year but we didn't even really start vibing even after the first year even after um school had ended in like March Mm-hmm. when I think it was the summertime was when we started to like actually vibe oh you know how actually how we became friends I think this how? I think this is when I trusted you I told you about a guy that I liked and <gasps> yes no we became friends because you helped me get into something that's how we became friends yeah and I and asked I think, you about it right I think it was just a mutual like wanting just the best for one another I think that's what I would say about our friendship too it was like I think it's wanting at least this is how I feel about our friendship I don't know if you feel the same way but <laughs> um <laughs> I felt like it was just like this mutual like wanting us to be better and like wanting to be the best version of ourselves like I think you're one of those people who just like I feel like is constantly rooting for me and also like holding me accountable to be the best version of myself but I think <laughs> Me cry the first episode. That's okay. Um, keep, keep going. Keep going. But yeah, no, I think that's how, and I think that kind of gets to like how we like started, how we like here because I think we had a lot of conversations with one another, being like, "What does it mean? Like, what does life mean? What does this like? What are we doing mm-hmm. in this world? And like, who do we want to be?" And I think that's kind of how two bald biddies came about. Very much so. Very much so. Because I mean. I guess we can go into like what it means to be a ball bitty. It's all about like owning pretty much yourself, owning your authenticity, owning your identity, owning your culture, like whatever it may be. It's about really maintaining that same authenticity, not just within your safe spaces, but in all the spaces of your life, you know? And you don't have to be bald to do it. I mean, for us, 
it, it really, I feel like for me personally, especially, I feel like your journey towards authenticity, you didn't have to be bald to really start it. But I feel like I had always been kind of like concerned about remaining authentic and not like performing in ways that were not um, serving me. Cause you know, as black people, sometimes you look, you just gotta put that code switch on and do what you, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. But I mean like performing, even when I didn't have to, like, because I was afraid to show who I really was. Cause I didn't like who I really was. But for me, mm-hmm. I think when I shave my head, that's like definitely when I was like, okay, I'm shedding all expectations of me that others hold and I'm shedding expectations of myself that are unfair, you know, and like just owning, this is me bear. Look at me. Purr. Bald. <laughs> yeah. I think even just when I think about like, what does it mean to be a bald bitty? Cause like, I think we were like London shaved her head and then I shaved my head and we'll get into a little bit of like why we shaved her head, the story. I'm a trendsetter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You couldn't see, but I roll my eyes. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think like what it, for me, like being a bald bitty was just kind of like, you have to just let go of all the like extra stuff and just show people like who you are. And I think trying to figure, and like figuring that out when you're like young. And I think we're just like at this point in our lives where I think quarantine too forced us to really think like, oh, who are who we? Who are and, we? Like, and like, who are we when we're not? on display for other people. And so I think that for me, when I was like, I'd always thought about cutting my hair. Like since I was a freshman in college, like I was like, I want to cut my hair, but everybody around me was like, oh, you look so good. I was like, okay. But then I also had other people being like, why? Like, why do you want to cut your hair? Mm -hmm. Was Um, your natural hair really long too? No, like my natural hair was like about to my shoulders, but you know, Ooh, I was going to ask you about that. Mine, it wasn't that it was really long per se, but the fact that it was long was definitely a big thing. And people being like, you have such long, pretty hair. Why would you cut it? And you know how black women and our femininity is tied to our hair. Like, Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think it was just kind of like, I'd always been like, what would I look like? Because at first I was like, I don't know. If, like, I Like my biggest concern, not going to lie, was like, what if I don't have the head shape for it? And then I was like, <laughs> what does that matter? Like, I was like, there's no way you can prepare for that. But mm-hmm. I, I think that was like, it was such a superficial thing. Like, I was already like, what if I don't look good to other people? Ultimately, at the end of the day, when Ooh. I was like not shaving your head, it was like, what if I'm not perceived as attractive to other people? That was literally the biggest reason why I didn't do it. Because I, f- I feel like for a long time, like just my sense of self was attached to what other people thought. And I don't even mean us. I'm like, Oh my God, I care what boys think of me. Like, no, like friends, family, like Mm -hmm. anybody, like random strangers on the street, like just really attached to how people see, like, well, saw and perceived me. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was like, I have been wanting to shave my head since I was like in middle school, but the only reason I didn't do it. Yeah. I've been wanting to shave my head for a really long time. But the only reason I didn't do it was because of like the I was just thinking about like the politics of my identity and how I'd be perceived. I mean, like I'm a black woman. I'm a dark skinned woman. I'm a fat woman. I'm a queer woman. Like I was like, if I shave my head, I feel like people won't see me as pretty anymore, especially men. Like, let's be honest, just because I'm queer doesn't mean I don't have that little sprinkle of wanting male validation, too. (laughs) But I was just like, first off, niggas ain't shit. 
Second of all, the people who care about me the most and are the most important in my life will love me no matter what I look like and will accept me no matter what I look like. I had also come into a time in my life where I finally had the friends that I just like have prayed for. Like people who I feel like actually genuinely support me and want the best for me without calling me or like making it about themselves. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. people who just accept me for my own existence. And then so look, your girl be getting real depressed and can barely shower sometimes, let alone detangle natural hair. Like, Ooh. and my hair was so, it was, I don't want to, okay, when I say it's, it was so long, I mean, it was like halfway down my back. Like it was, and that's not long to a lot of people, I get it. But like, for me, that was long because was even long. when I had natural hair as a kid, like I didn't actually wear it out. But you know, when you get older, people have all these ideas of how you should be wearing your natural hair and like the styles that were the most appropriate, like box spray is expensive. Many trips take too damn long to put in shit. <laughs> like that's like a four five hour process. Like, and then wearing my natural hair just out is like already committing to like six to eight hours a week on just styling. I'm not even mm-hmm. getting to washing and maintenance and moisturize. Like people say natural hair is easy and it's really not. If I was a straight, straight haired, like blonde, white girl, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, girl, I would just have to wash my hair and let that shit air dry. <laughs> like, ah, ah, maybe use some conditioner. Maybe just a, like a little, like a little smidge for like a fancy oil. Like, I, <laughs> No, no, no. So all of those reasons combined, I was like, the only reason I'm holding out is because of other people. And then also, I mean, I had this, like a series of mental breakdowns in the fall semester. So I was like, might as well make this another. <laughs> but yeah, how did people react also when you shaved your head? Did you have any issues? Or do you want to like get into like what the, like the what happened when we shaved our heads, like the stories? Before we get into that. So I guess you go first because you cut your hair first. I did cut my hair first. As a trendsetter, I am. Yes, Okay, enough. Enough. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you? Look, look, you should have done it first. You should have done it first. Because you called me like, should I do it? (laughs) Okay, get into Like literally like a day after. We're literally talking about you right now. We're talking about you. (laughs) I'm sorry. What what are we talking about me? How when tell us the story of how you cut your hair. Or do you feel Oh, okay. Yeah. Originally I had cut my hair shorter. Like at first I just started with like this like kind of like bob situation. So I, I had cut my natural hair. So it was like in this like cute little short fro thing. But the problem with that was that like I forgot. I've had my hair short once else in my life when I was in like middle school I had tried to trim my ends but I didn't understand how it worked and ended up cutting off like four or five inches of hair so (laughs) this wasn't my first time having short hair but like I have forgotten the maintenance on short hair to keep it looking quote unquote nice and when I say nice I mean like the unfair standards that are imposed upon us like perfect curls like like fresh twists like all that type of stuff trying to keep it nice was um too much work because I would have to be like twisting it every night and fluffing it every morning and when I had long hair I could throw that shit in a bun and call it a day so that yeah, was I can a put problem. it in a bun 
And I can put it in mine. <laughs> I got my edges back. Oh, oh. Okay, we should put that. We should put sound in that or something. No, but we did. Bo- that's the sound we bo- we sound we bonded over. To be fair, literally, that is the sound we bonded over. Oh my gosh, that that video, that series of videos, <laughs> hilarious. I'm getting sidetracked. Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault. Wait. Oh, yes. We were talking about my hair. Why I cut it. What was I talking about? You said I could put it in a... <laughs> no, before that. No. Back up. <laughs> you were like, I can put it in a... Like, that's what you said. Oh, yeah. Because, no, because I was talking about my hair was shorter. My hair was shorter. And then one morning, um, I had woken up, and I just didn't know what to do with my hair that day. It was dry. It was just like in a hot mess. And the whole reason I cut my hair in the first place was because my braider, girl, if you listening, you abandoned me. <laughs> and she she goes to college in um, a different state. So like she's only home during like the breaks. And I was just like, this was this was smack in the middle of my toughest semester yet. And I was just like, not smack in the middle, actually. It was more towards, I think, November. It was in November. But yeah. it, it it was towards, towards like, it wasn't close to break coming, but it wasn't, um like, fresh at the start of break either. Like, I was holding out trying to deal with my natural hair for a few, like, a few weeks at that point. And I just, I looked in the mirror, and I was like, this got to go. <laughs> it's got to go. So... I found some scissors. It took me forever to find some scissors. Lord, I was like, is this God saying not to do it? (laughs) But (laughs) I found some scissors and I just started chopping away. And I thought I was going to cut a little bit shorter again. But nah, when I said I almost scout myself, like, that that doesn't feel PC. (laughs) But no, because I almost cut my scalp because I didn't know what I was doing. Anyways, (laughs) moving on, (laughs) moving on. I basically cut it all off. Um, had my sister get her little nigga to cut it down for me and found the barber later on. Cause when I tell you it wasn't planned, like all the barber shots were on, were closed, like, and I had meetings in the morning. <laughs> like, well, you like, get I done. Need, yeah, I need somebody to fix it for me. And my little boys were unreliable. So we we'll talk about men later on this podcast. I'm done with them. If, if you're a man listening and you think I'm cute, don't come knocking. <laughs> That's what she says now. I'm kidding. Actually, sorry, my dance. But, <laughs> like, that's pretty much how it happened. Um, yeah. I think I and had then, a few crises where I, I felt like I was ugly and stuff like that. But for the most part, smooth transition. So I think then, um, I would say, like, probably a few days, I, I saw London do it. And then we had another friend. I think for me, I had so many friends who were bald. Also, my mom, mm. for like various points in my life, was bald. Like, I think she was kind of, I would say she was like the first bald woman I really like, I saw in my life. Because there would be moments when mm-hmm. I would go to camp. I'd come back. My mom had no hair. I was like, oh, what's Becca's going on? Becca's mom is such a baddie. She's the original bald biddy. But yeah. she truly is. Um and so, and then I remember, this was my freshman year, I saw this girl, um, 
who like has later become like one of my really good friends, but I saw her on campus and she was bald. And I was like, oh my gosh, she was this beautiful black woman. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's bald. She would just strut around campus. Like she mm-hmm. owned the place. I and I know I who like, you're talking about because that was you know, my influence. So, ah! You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. I feel like at Rose, all the black girls are the fans of each other. Low key. Honestly, low key. honestly. Like, we're all like, wow, did you see her? <laughs> like <laughs> very and much so, fan behavior. So I was just like, I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh, she's bald. Like, I was like, what? I, I remember doing so like, she's, this, this girl is beautiful, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not bold enough to do that. And then kind of like around, you know, November, October time, all of my friends were cutting their hair. And I mean, all my friends, mm-hmm. I mean, too. It was London and another one of our friends. And I was like, okay, they all look great. And in my head, I was like, there's no way I'm not going to look good too. So I was like, I should do it. And then I think a similar situation, I was just getting so fed up with my hair. You know, when you're like doing your hair, you're like trying to comb Mm -hmm. it. You're trying to detangle it. You're trying to do something to it. And you're just looking in that mirror and that like give yourself that look of defeat. And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I just, I had it in a bun one day. Um, Speaking of the original bald bitty, I like went downstairs and I was like, mom, I'm going to do it. I was like holding my bun in my hand and then in the other hand I had the scissors and I was like (laughs) dramatic I was like I'm gonna do it and she's like don't do it like wait like don't do it I was like I'm gonna do it and then I take the scissors (laughs) too close and I accidentally snip and in my head I was like "Uh." and then you kind of feel that like lift of the bun and I was like oh no (laughs) I was like I was like in my head I was like this was a joke this was a joke. I, did, I What? Wait, wait. You ain't never told me this story no. before. I thought that it was like really intentional, like Mm-mm. ritualistic. It, like the moment, the moment that initiated the cut was an accident. <laughs> like oh. it was not on purpose. And I was like, so I looked at oh my, my mom. Oh my god. And I was like, Well, mom. it was meant to be then. Yeah. I looked at my mom and I was like, no, I got I was like, I gotta do it now. Mm-hmm. So I went to my bathroom and I like started, you know, just like cutting it off. And I was like, and I just, I like, I got like had the ponytail in my hand. <laughs> and at first I was like kind of reaching to go save the, like the, like the hair tie. And I was like, I don't need this. And I threw it away. It was so dramatic. <laughs> Why was yours so dramatic? I have no clue. And then I was on, and then at some point I got on FaceTime with our friend and I was like, yeah, I'm just cutting it. I'm cutting it. And I was like, I got to a point where I, like, I just didn't want to cut it anymore. I was like ready to, you know, shave it. Like I was ready to do it. And I was like, you know, my mom was bald. I was like, we own a pair of clippers, like, right? And I went to my mom and I was like, mom, where are the clippers? And she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, what do you uh, mean? She's like, I was like, we have clippers, right? And she's like, no. You didn't check before? Absolutely not. I oh <laughs> I was like I was there was a point and I was like okay and then I was like I called at first I called my brother I was like I was like hey like do you I I cut my hair and he's like what and I was like I cut my hair like are you home and he's like I'm not home right now and I was like oh my gosh I have like class tomorrow morning like I can't what am I gonna do and then I call I remember my uncle lives right next door and I was like hey are you home? And he was like, yeah, I'm home. And I was like, I need to borrow a pair of clippers. 
And um, so in like the dark of night, because it's like post daylight savings, so it's like five o'clock and it's pitch black. (laughs) (laughs) And I throw a beanie and like a hoodie on and I like get in my car and I'm just like, I got to get there, got to get there. I go, I start, and my uncle was like, he hands me the clippers. He's like, here you go. And I was like, I have to, I was like, I have to do it myself. And he was like, yeah, why not? And I was like, he's like, you can't mess it up. I was like, okay. So I like start just going at it, like hacking off my hair. And I'm like looking at myself and I'm like feeling so proud. I have so much pride. And then obviously, cause I can't see the back of my head. He helps me with the rest. And I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh my gosh, I look good. Like, no makeup <laughs> like all this stuff I was like I look so good this is I was like look it was like the first time I like looked at myself and I was like this is what I'm supposed to look like and wow. I was like I was like so this powerful. is like I was just like uh, why would, and I and I remember and I was like why didn't I do this years ago and so, really? then I, like, so you were gratified immediately yeah like I was like why I remember, like, on my way back home, like, I was driving home, and I was like, I should have done this. Like, I should have done this ages ago. I was, like, so mad at myself. I was like, why did I think this wouldn't look good? I get home, and my mom was like, I was like, what? I look bad? And she's like, honestly, you look really good. And so, like, immediately, I was just like, I like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I look great. Like, I remember feeling so, so, so confident about myself because I was like, that was like the first time where I felt like I took beauty standards, threw them out the window and just like put mine where, what was left. And then period, I was just talking and I started like, you know, I did like, you know, you do the first pose when you like cut your hair. And obviously I'd never, you know, I'd never had short hair and I really didn't wear my natural hair that often. So for a lot of people, it was like a surprise. And I remember I had like one friend and she was like, you know, we like, we don't talk much, but she just like, we had been out of contact for a while. And she was like, I saw you post that photo on your story. And I was like, I wasn't sure if it was new and I just like missed it because it suited you so well. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, it really feels like I was always supposed to have short hair. And I kind of like felt this moment, like the next day I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly like, I felt so good. And I remember just like touching my head and just being like, oh my God, there's no hair there. And it was just the most, I felt the most comfortable in myself and the most just like, I can do anything. And I felt like, because I didn't feel, I didn't realize how held back by my hair I'd felt like, because it was like something you have to do. You're always like worrying about, oh, what am I going to do with it? How am I going to maintain it? Like, and it was, like, the the parts of your day that are just, like, centered around, like, what am I going to do with my hair? Like, and I was, like, those that's gone. Like, I was, like, that is, and it was just the most, like, liberating thing. And I remember I just, like, threw myself into all the other projects that I had going on in my life at that point. And I was, like, I have the time to do that because I don't. I've saved myself an hour or so every day where I don't have to do my hair. And I think for me... I was like, damn, I'm so hot. And I was just like, wasn't worried. I was like, I feel like I just like, this is how I'm supposed to look. And I think I was really getting to the point where I was like, I wasn't really worried about like what guys would think. I was like, honestly, like no one's hitting my line anyway. So not me I, calling one of my flings and seeing if he thought I was attracted. That's what I mean when I say like, when I shaved my head, it wasn't that I immediately got all this confidence. Like the girl was still really? insecure. 
Yeah. Yeah. It took, and I think, you know, for me, I was like, I really was like, I'm hot shit. Like, it doesn't matter. But also you have been working on like your confidence in general and just knowing that you're the shit for a while. And also I really feel like it's Leah rising. Yes. (laughs) So. Yeah. With all of that, like I shaved my head and I was like, I'm going to dye it. Because I was like, I'd always wanted to dye my hair, but then I never did. Um, So I'm blonde now. That's really exciting. Like, it's just, I think, I don't know. I loved it. Like, I still, like, there's very, I mean, I, I, I don't regret it. Like, I just, I can't. Like, I look at myself and I'm like, I've always looked like, it might have like, I mean, obviously, like, your face doesn't change, right? But like, your hair, like, I think London and I talked about this a lot. Like we had a really good conversation about how much our hair was like linked to our perception of our femininity Mm -hmm. and like what it means to be a woman. And so, and I think getting rid of my hair, like let that, I let go of all of that. And I was just like, I don't have to define my womanhood by other people's standards. Like that's just, we're not doing that. Cause also as black women, like, we already don't fit, like, these standards of, like, what it means to be a woman. Like, those standards really? were made for us. So it's, like, why are we trying to conform to them? And I just feel, like, also, like, as a as Black women, that we are encouraged to try to fit them regardless. So, like, I feel mm-hmm. like all these aspects about my identity, like, if we want to do identity politics with it, like... Dark, being dark-skinned, you're encouraged to stay out of the sun. Being fat, um... I've always had a big ass, so I'm sort of the right type of fat, but I'm still too fat to be the right type of fat. Like, I'm not thick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the hair thing for all Black women, regardless of skin tone or, like, body shape, is so important. Like, mm-hmm. having longer... When I had longer hair, the way men would harass me was through the roof, through the roof. Whenever I had a mm-hmm. weave... Well, I never had a weave, but whenever I had, like, braids, I mean, or, like... Or like, or even when my natural hair, it wasn't when it was short, but when my natural hair got like longer and I would wear it out, like mm-hmm. in like an afro or like curls or something, that was another problem. Like I just, I feel like as black women, we're always encouraged to present in feminine ways to kind of try to push against like um, stereotypes about us being like more aggressive or less womanly or things like that. But like, Honestly, femininity is at the detriment to women, in my opinion. No. Femininity as, like, defined by men will literally make you miserable and make you broke. So... Yeah. Because I have a question for you. No, go ahead. Do you have any haters when you first cut it? Yeah. Do you have anybody... I don't mean, like, they actually hated on you, but did you have anybody who had, had anything to say? Do you know what I mean? No. Oh. Like. Really? No. Because I think part of it is like, I think my mom had short hair. Like, I think that wasn't, it wasn't weird. You know what I mean? Like, even in my Mm -hmm. family, it wasn't like my mom had short hair. Like, my mom like would just buzz her hair all the time. (laughs) (laughs) What? Exact opposite. So I think that even my brother was like, I like it, you know, like he was like, I like this on him. And he's like, he's like, I'll help you line it up. I'll help you line it up. Like my uncle, I, I mean, I borrowed his clippers. I haven't returned them. So I'm hoping that they're mine now. Um, 
he was like, this looks good. Like, I think it was like, my dad was probably like shocked, but he was like, I, he's like, I'm surprised it looks good. I was like, okay. Y'all all thought I had a weird looking head. I know y'all thought I had a weird shaped head and y'all weren't ready. <laughs> y'all weren't ready for my head shape to be perfect. Okay. Period. But I mean, other than that, no, like all my friends were like, you look so good. And that's when I was like, I think I also realized I had like good people around me too, because no one like, granted, I look good. Like I, I'm not going to lie. I look great. I look fantastic. Okay. So even, I can't even think of anybody who would have had anything bad to say. Cause there's literally nothing bad to say. Like you would have to make something up and lie. Like maybe that's vain or whatever. I don't know. I don't care, but it's like, not vain. I also, you are pretty. But I thank you. <laughs> I also wasn't like I'm not emo, like I'm not like romantically like linked to anybody either. So there was like no one to be like there was no one to validate or invalidate my attractiveness in like that sense. Who I like, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't there yeah. was none of that. So I wasn't even worried about that. And I that my dating life is already so stale. Like. <laughs> There was no one to imp- there was no one to impress at this point in time. So, you know, I, I mean, just, no haters. Yeah. But I'm ass- like I'm assuming you asked because there were haters for you. The only people that were hating were surprisingly my parents. Well, mm. my mama didn't really care. My mama was not supportive, yet she was not a hater. She was gotcha. so indifferent. But also, you know, my sister, Hey Raven, had like dyed her hair and done so much crazy stuff throughout high school. So it wasn't a big idea. But I think my dad was the only person. I won't call him a hater. Hey, daddy. I won't call him a hater. But like, he definitely wanted to say some. He definitely wants to say some. Because I feel like, he? yes, because he's always encouraged me to present more femininely. I don't agree with it. He knows how I feel, but like, I feel like cutting my hair. He was like, "You, you probably are gonna look like a dude," and I was just like, "Wow." I was worried about I, that though. I will say, and that. I was worried about that too. And I think that's why I didn't cut my hair for years because I felt like I was worried about it. And I had heard that I should be worried about it, but you know, we talked about it, and he eventually was like, "You know what?" This was like a maybe 10 minute conversation. It really wasn't a big deal. But I think he was the only one who wasn't immediately supportive, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't not supportive. He wasn't like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. But like, I think he was just wary. But also, I feel like he was wary because we had, we were very real about the fact, we had a very real conversation about the fact that like presentation is so important for Black people. And like, like in a way that, stops us from being able to be our authentic selves so in a way he was worried about like but I think my parents always are worried about my presentation and how like it could hurt me but I'm like y'all I'm already black and you know I'm very outspoken at this point yeah. it's not my presentation but my mouth that's gonna get me in trouble worst is it ca- worst case scenario we're not leaving the house so <laughs> That was another reason, too. I was like, look, yeah. I don't turn my camera. Okay, I really should have. I, I'm sure my professors were like, this girl never turns her camera on. Because, look, I wasn't about to get out of bed from them. 
So I never turned my camera on anyway. And it worked out. It worked out. I did turn my camera on for like a week though. After <laughs> you sure I had to did. let the people know. I had to let the people know because I look too fine. That that first week after I cut my hair, I looked too fine not to let anybody know. But no, then really? the next week or two afterwards was when I started spiraling a little bit. I, like I would wake up in the morning feel like I was ugly. I felt like I needed makeup. I was like, oh my God. But I also was actively resisting for, I did not let myself wear makeup for like, I think two months maybe. Um, oh, I, I didn't know I that. I wore it here or there. But when I say makeup where like, I would wake up, I would wake up every day and want to put some on, but like I would resist the urge because I was like, look, this is not just going to become another hairstyle or like something where like I get dyed or like relaxed to make it look cuter. Cause you know, just cause you bald doesn't mean there's a difference between like letting your full kinky natural hair grow out of your head and have it super short like this and like finger waves. Like there's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. So I was like, this is not just a hairstyle for me. This is a life choice. This is like a life mm. change. So I wanted to really make sure that I like, you know, enforce that. And I did. And now I feel so much more. I will say, look, I don't think anybody feels 100%. Well, maybe you, bitch. But <laughs> I don't think anybody Stop. feels 100%. Like, I am the most beautiful, extravagant, like, creature that has walked through the earth. Like, you know what I mean? Not like 24-7. But I will say, like, I cannot think of the last time I actively felt ugly. I cannot think of the last time I actively felt unattractive. I, think- I can think of the last time I felt a little dusty. But, like, overall, I just feel so... It's like my worth is not attached to my beauty anymore. That's the difference. Right. Like, I can recognize that maybe I don't look, quote-unquote, cute, per se. Like, but, mm, but I'm always... Okay. <laughs> but... Hey... <laughs> Hey, look, <laughs> even when I'm dusty, I'm cute. Don't get it twisted, babes. But tell them. <laughs> I, my, my physical appearance does not ruin my mood anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like it does. Yeah. I don't think I am inherently less than just because of the way I look. And honestly, it's, I think for me, my hair was like the last step in that journey because I had to figure out how to make some shit shake like, pretty much like at the like post middle school because because I was fat so I was always made fun of it and I, I always felt like I was ugly and made my self-esteem really low and like it was a reason why we'll get into this in later episodes it was a reason why I didn't even engage with men until like I think I was 19 like I didn't have male friends no, I was 18 because that was my first year. I Like, when I tell you, I did not have males in my life because I didn't have any brothers. My uncle is in New Jersey. My dad here, but that don't count. That's your dad. So, like, I did not speak to men, didn't have male friends, didn't, didn't socialize with men. Like, nothing. None of that. So. I think, yeah, I think there's, like, days where I'm, like, I really haven't, like, thought oh everything looks good because i would have days where like everything looks good but my hair mm-hmm. like my outfit looks good my makeup looks f- phenomenal but my hair is just oh my hair i'll be like oh i have this cute outfit and like i had this makeup look in my head but i'm like my hair what am i gonna do with it now i don't think about it um mm-hmm. 
And so I like I really I mean obviously I went on a tangent about how hot I am so we're not gonna do that again but <laughs> I like and I, you know I don't know, I think it's like also really easy to like fake it like it's just like because at this point I'm like yeah people are looking at me because I look good like it's do not even stare at you when you go in stores. I don't know because sometimes I'm like, are people looking? Because sometimes I'm like, are people looking at me and I'm oblivious, or are pe- like people are either looking at me because I'm black or because I'm bald, and like either way I look great. So period. I feel like most of the time I'm so like, but you know, most of the time I'm wait. This is interesting. You do not know real life London. You know over the phone. Like, fun fact: Beck and I have not seen each other in person in months. <laughs> so <Yeah>. like. <laughs> In real life, I am so oblivious. Like it's a it's a wonder they even let me out the house because <laughs> like I don't pay attention. But yeah. occasionally, occasionally, so, sometimes people are just so bold that I'm like, bro, I know, I know, and it's always it's always a nigga, always just staring me down. I'm just very uncomfortable. But it, it wasn't. But they don't say anything. They don't come to me. They don't approach me. That's how I know it's probably about my hair because it only started like that once I shaved my head. Or I don't sometimes even. Sometimes I think people are just trying to figure out: Are you a man? <laughs> like I've been like I really was like because with the mask and like the way I wear hoodies, how would you know? Until I turn around, but how would you know? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like even I think the masks are really are doing it for me like i'm like it's like oh you can't even see my full potential like they are shame for for you because i can make whatever faces i want underneath i mean yes i do sing to myself in the store all the time now but that is not the point but no i've yeah i don't know i feel like i mean i didn't think oh my gosh whatever i was like this was about to be like oh yeah i don't think like i didn't think guys were looking at me before I cut my hair so I really don't think I didn't like if they're looking at me now I don't know even if they were looking at me before does that make sense it totally makes sense and my thing is it wasn't that it wasn't like all these guys are looking at me before it was just that I particularly noticed once I cut my hair but I think in some ways I don't know was I more vigilant I'm not sure what it was but when I say I make eye contact with a random man like once a week if I've leave if I'm leaving my house that week without fail. Because but my thing is I'm so oblivious. I'm like, you must have been staring for a minute for me to catch you. Mm. I also feel like, <laughs> like I'm only like I've only like the only <laughs> me going out is like going to the grocery store. So we are, but yeah, I get what you're saying, man. But no, I I don't know, because I feel like I think I want to go back. We were talking about how we like both. I both worried that we would look like men, and I think that kind of mm-hmm. goes back to femininity. And I was like, and maybe that's also because I dyed my hair. I'm even more like, it's I don't know. It's just less. Other thing, and I'm like, also, it's like, why are you so worried about people who you do not know perceiving you? Like, really, why are you so caught up? Because they're gonna go about their business, forget who you were. Like, you're going to go do the same thing. Why does it matter? Like, why are you worried about people who, like, don't even know you? And even when I think about school, because, like, we obviously go to a really small school. Like, I was, like, worried. Like, oh, my God. Like, the boys at school aren't going to, like, look at me. And I'm, like, they're, I'm, like, I was, like, 
they weren't looking at me before. So like, exactly. I, like, or maybe they were and they were just intimidated whatever. I don't know. I've heard both things, but. Ooh, you, you are know. intimidating, man. Do you think Y'all, so? I don't think. See, my thing is I feel so comforted and safe with you, but I understand why a confident, bold woman who is not afraid to say it and celebrate it isn't. The not the eye roll. Like, I just think I, it's just boring. Like, we're on tangent now, but. um, You know, these niggas ain't got no spines. What you talking about? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just can't we can't we can't get into all that in the first episode but you know what i think we've said we talked about a lot yeah i feel like hopefully y'all have gotten a vibe of who we are what we're about um you know and we'll see y'all next sunday on yeah. in our next episode um do you have any final thoughts anything else you'd like to say before we wrap it up not really. Um, follow us on Insta at Ball Biddies. Biddies with two, two bald biddies. Two bald biddies. Two bald biddies. Two bald biddies. I'm sorry, y'all. We just made it. <laughs> two bald biddies. <laughs> Otherwise, that's a spray bottle. All right, y'all. That's the show. Um, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>